Detail. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Monkey Tail Podcast. I am your host, Bruno Pinto. And with me as ever, I have my friend slash co-host, Mr. Marius Dunkley. Hello. Your camera is looking really good today. I don't know what you've done. I don't know what, what happened with the, with, the, with the lighting you've done there. Just that's the best you've had so far. Really? I have no idea what you've done. I would almost say you have Not a new me. camera. Yeah. No, nothing, nothing different. Oh, well, congratulations. Awesome. Literally changed nothing. I had a shave this morning. Maybe that's it. Oh, maybe maybe, maybe the hairs are hard to, to process. You know, like the it takes extra processing power. <laughs> so now with no hair, you can just uh, just uh, process the room, okay? And obviously, we also have uh, um, Alex. Alex, I'm uh, your surname. I I I had a nah. stab at it last time. I'm just gonna say Alex this time because I I think I I failed miserably last time. How are you no, doing, Alex? Okay. I am good. How are you guys? You know, it's been a lovely weekend, isn't it? Nice and sunny. Yes, it has. Went to the beach first time this year. Yeah, so that was that was nice. Yeah. Which beach did you go to? Wells next the sea. And nope, I didn't forget the two. Oh, 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 it's Wells next the sea. That's what it's called. It's quite good. It's about two and a half hours from me. It'll be about three hours from me, Marius, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. As as uh, Steph's in the sea yet. Steph has not yet seen the sea. I look forward to. Let's start uh, talking about video games. Let's start with some video game news, if that, if you guys are okay with that. Um, let, let me just uh, start it off with Uncharted 4 on PC. I didn't see this one coming. This was this this uh, came a bit of left field for me. In fact, I was talking to a friend of the show, uh, Martin, about it because he was saying getting a PS5 is really not a priority because all the games are now c- coming on PC as well from Sony. I'm like, yes, yeah, some of them, but you know, you're never going to get an Uncharted on PC, for instance. <laughs> and then literally the next day, Uncharted on PC gets announced, and I'm like, what the hell? Uh, I mean, now I'm going to say, you're never going to get a Last of Us on PC. What, what, watch this space with Last of Us being announced very soon, I, I, <laughs> I would hope. Uh, I think those are that's big news, uh, and also a good move by Sony to try and uh, obviously um, recoup some of that money, because those games take a Cost a lot of money to make, right? Yes, all of the money. They cost all of the money. Yeah. What, what do you think mm-hmm. about that? Do you think is it newsworthy? Yeah, I thought it was newsworthy. Obviously, yeah. yeah no, it's interesting, and I, I mean, I think it just proves once again they they kind of had this thing going. You're not gonna get a PS4 or slash PS5 exclusive game on PC straight away, but a year, the year a bit later, whatever they might come along. But it's it starts becoming at the moment. It's not all of the games. Um, and the reason I haven't, I don't own a current gen Xbox console, is because every time I look at to, to buy it, I, I could have bought the Series S the other day, two hundred and fifty quid, it was there in front of me, yeah, or, or you know, and every time that it stops me, it's like I have a PC. What are you doing? You got a PC? You know, you, you don't ha- you don't need it because all the games come out on it, and the, with the, with the Sony consoles. Yeah, okay, that's the year or two difference, but that's not a um, that's not a um, that uh, you know that's that's not presence, and that's what makes me get the, the Sony console. But now, if they start, I mean, they haven't released all of them, but if they start releasing all the games, maybe PlayStation Six. I'm like, what? Well, don't need I have a PC, so I think it's interesting. I think it's an interesting move by them. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you're gonna get entirely, you know, um, so. Sony are never going to be buddy-buddy with uh, PC in the way Xbox is because was it through, you know, the whole Apple Epic 
um, lawsuit that we basically found out that they none of the companies actually make money off selling their consoles. They all sell them at the loss. And so for X, like for Microsoft, it's really not a priority to sell Xboxes at all. They get this is why they're so much focused on your games passes and all that kind of other services because the actual console is basically nothing to them. So they don't really care. So I think it's just slight difference of attitudes. And if you kind of if you're that type of gamer that wants to be, you know, buying the newest shiny thing that Sony has, and let's face it their first party games are very shiny um then you'd probably still want to have a playstation i don't know let's see i mean didn't they recently made a deal with discord as well so maybe there's a lot of kind of multiplayer infrastructure kind of crowd community also on playstation so i don't know i still think they have more work going that will warrant owning a playstation uh, versus Xbox. I, I think I think you're right, and the same 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 goes for uh, for for Microsoft consoles, where you play it best on 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 our uh, box because that's uh, the game is being programmed to run exactly mm-hmm. like that on our box. And it's funny thing you should mention about the Epic versus um, versus Apple uh, court case. And don't worry, Mary's riddling his eyes. I'm not going to talk about that uh, that specific uh, uh, case. But my next bit of news before I move over to what you guys uh, thought looks interesting is um, Borderlands 3 crossplay is coming coming out now, but not on PS4 uh, or not on Sony uh, Sony consoles. And the interesting thing about this here is it was being developed to, to be on Sony as well, but as part of the Epic versus Apple court case, came out that um, Epic pays Sony. Uh, there's a contract in place where they would have to pay Sony a specific amount if uh, their uh, average number of players versus how much money is spent uh, on microtransactions from from um, from uh, Fortnite, um, if that drops below eighty percent, they would uh, then then they would have to compensate Sony, right? And as a percent, there was a percentage. I forgot how much it was, but they would, they would have to pay them a small percentage to to to, to mitigate the difference. I'll bet you anything that 2K had some sort of deal like that in place for Borderlands, and then they saw because I got leaked that their percentage was different, and they were like, "Screw this!" and they they just asked the they asked the, um, the developer to completely remove the, the 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 Sony part. It was all ready to go, and they asked him to remove. So you can only see from that that they were not happy with with the the difference in 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 uh, in deal they had compared to. Obviously, the the behemoth that is uh, obviously Fortnite. So I think that's very interesting. I also think it's ridiculous that Sony charges for for, for crossplay. By the way, <laughs> I mean I I hear that they're they're uh, with the market leader. We make this much money, and if people can you know can do crossplay, they're not going to spend as much. I I I get it. At the same time, Nintendo and Microsoft don't charge for crossplay. Nor does nor does PC. So so I think it's uh, it's ridiculous that they do. But yeah, that's the other bit of news. I think it's tight, so that's 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 good good segue there. What do you guys think about that? Um, yeah, I mean, my my first question would be: Do we know for a fact that Microsoft and other people don't charge, or is it just that didn't come up? In Microsoft Microsoft has has come out and saying they don't charge, but they're, they're all about Nintendo. Microsoft has come out as saying they don't charge for crossplay, and I believe that if they came up and say that they, they don't, you know, I would imagine, you know. Um, and yeah, I'm a bit like well. That's 
that's Sony protecting their business in their eyes, isn't it? They're do- they're doing what they think's right for their business, so that they don't lose out the money. And it- and it is very much an option. Of, look, that their partners that they work with can choose to pay it or not. These are contracts. It's all up front. They, this isn't hidden charges. It's like, well, if you don't, if you don't want to pay that, don't. And if you're not happy that your amount is lower than another a, another company or higher than another company, well, you should have negotiated better at the start of the contract, shouldn't you? Yeah. Um, which is the business way of looking at it? But who loses out here? It's it's the it's the consumer. The consumer is, is who loses uh, out out on this on this one. I just thought it was interesting and. Um, and uh, uh, I like all of these, this, you know, ins and outs of, of the business world and how, how it can affect um, us uh, at the end of the day. But I guess that's the, 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 the bad news. But let's go to the, the good stuff. Uh, Alex, you, you thought that uh, Sony's latest state of play looked, looked really interesting. I think so as well. But tell us what you, what you thought about it. Well, um, it was state of play only about Horizon, Horizon Forbidden West. The That's name, the, the name, yeah, yeah, the name's the name's tricky, still. isn't it? Yeah, I, it, it, Horizon, it the new Horizon, Horizon two point Horizon two, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, from day one, since they've been showing it, it was always looking gorgeous, and it still looks gorgeous as well. Uh, the one thing that particularly actually interests me is that I think. They are trying to make, or from the bit of the gameplay they showed anyway, they're making really dynamic combat system. Because before you were just kind of like, you run with the bow, you're trying to shoot off some bits of, you know, the robot dinosaurs and, you know, rinse repeat, maybe hide in the tall grass for a bit. But now there is a grapple, there is a little gliding thing, you could really take advantage of verticality and jump the melee looks so much better that melee attack looks cool as f um so i'm actually really excited about it because look i loved horizon i platinum the first game um but there there are things to improve there and it looks like they're improving them uh yeah, I mean, I looked at the, I saw the video and I think it looks phenomenal. In fact, that uh, that's mm. going slightly back and then go forward again. I guess uh, that's another reason to to get a console is because you can get uh, the game looking when you when you see the video. This is how it's gonna look. That's how it's gonna look on your TV. It's not like it's on PC and then you you buy it and then oh rubbish! It it doesn't look like let's go that because my PC cannot run it with a you know the the the, the multi GPU PC they had on show, yeah. uh, but I, I thought it looked amazing. I thought the underwater scenes looked great. I, I haven't played oh the first God. one, and 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 I mm-hmm. understand that that was not uh, something that was on the first one underwater. Um, no, I don't. Levels. I don't think so. You still got no. um, the crocodile d- dudes, yeah. uh, the crocodile robots underwater, but you didn't actually kind of. You could swim. Yeah. You couldn't really dive underwater. There weren't any kind of elements of the game underwater, and that underwater looked amazing. No, it it, it does it does look good. I think I need to I, I do need to play the first one. I, I have it now because they gave it as part of the mm. their summer initiative, or whatever. I I own it. Uh, so uh, I'm kind of hoping that maybe closer to the release of the new game, they'll do like the PS5 patch because it's only PS4 right now, isn't it? Uh, the it is PS4. I, I correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think there's a a, a patch already for certainly for uh, for uh, frames per second. I think that's been increased. Uh, I mean, uh, they've done that to a lot of the, the games. Days Gone runs at sixty now. Uh, 
God of War runs a 60, Uncharted, uh, sorry, not Uncharted, uh, uh, Last of Us 2 runs a 60 as well. So I, I think maybe they've done, I mean, don't, don't you know, double check, but I, th- I think there might be something like that. Not a proper, like, uh, high-res patch or anything like that, but, but certainly they've unlocked the frame rate to some of their games, which to me was always a, a sticking point because I've been a PC gamer for so long. So going into a, to, to a, to a, to a console game and running a ter- playing a game at thirty, it's very difficult for me unless the game is solid at thirty, like something like the um, Last of Us is solid thirty, like the whole way doesn't drop, pretty, but maybe one scene or two drops, but like pretty, basically solid the whole way. You can get away with it, and the the type of game it is more cinematic and it, it kind of works. But but some games like Ghost of Tsushima, for instance, I, I stayed away from it because I couldn't see myself playing a game like that in uh, on thirty. Now that there's a patch for it, I actually bought Ghost of Tsushima, so I'm going to be playing that soon on 60 frames, and uh, hopefully it will be nice. So I think I think I'm going to like. It. I think Mario said I will definitely like it. Uh, that's what Mario said. Did you say I will definitely like it? I don't. No, I would never use those words. But yeah, I think I think you will enjoy it. Good, good. Uh, but yes, uh, that the, that game is yeah. looking good. Um, their set of, set of plays have been good, cool so far. I mean, the Ratchet and Clank one look awesome. That's I cannot wait for yeah. the game. Uh, that's in fact that's the first game I pre-ordered in a long, long time. It's uh, Russia and Clank. Uh, that's pre-ordered. That's coming in day one, and I cannot wait to play that game. Awesome. Right, another game I cannot wait to play is Time Splitters. Tell us about it. Uh... Yeah, so Time Splitters officially is coming back. Um, so yes, so Deep Deep Silver have confirmed they are essentially they're starting Free Radical Studios again. Um, oh. uh, um, they're, they're naming the studio the same name. It's coming back with some of the old team, including the original founders of Free Radicals, um, which I think is brilliant. That's that that says a lot about um, the the care that they're putting into this. Um, uh, obviously, a well loved franchise. Uh, I I love Time Spitters was was fantastic. Um, so yeah, and and the fact that they've got like a lot of the original. Um, people coming back um, to make it is, is is great news. I mean, this is ages away. They haven't even built the studio yet. So, like, it's, we're 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 talking several several years uh, before we we see any of this. Uh, but I'm always happy with uh, uh, time spitter news. Although it'd be interesting to see uh, what form it takes. Uh, um, obviously, one of the the key bits of time splitters was the multiplayer so whether they're just going to go down the the full-on multiplayer route whether they're going to bloody battle royale it or what will be interesting that game would not suit the battle royale i'm, t- I'm telling you already that's that's not uh, what that game is about that, that game is about the arcades you know like uh that team that uh what either 1v1 or, or team versus team but the arcade style that that's i think that's what the game needs I, I can but now that I heard this, I kind of want a story because I don't know why why people haven't done more campaigns like like Time Splitters. Have you played Time Splitters at all, Alex? Yourself? No. I Time Splitters, like the name suggests, you jump from from a different um, uh, eras and, ti- and and times, right? So so uh, so uh, you you go through the story, uh, and you you might be on uh, noir fifties, and then you might be in futuristic uh, like Halo kind of like style, like and the weapons uh, change th- throughout. But on the multiplayer part, all the weapons from all these different eras are there, so you can kind of use pick and choose mm-hmm. which one to use, which is really cool. And then uh, yeah, that, and that was uh, yes. 
it's the characterization that that was so good. I mean, it was genuinely like funny characters and different ones for each um, era. And uh, monkeys. Yeah, there was monkeys. We like monkeys. Yeah, monkeys. Monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm. I'm. A, and I, I. I agree. Obviously, you know, I. I would love a a proper single player campaign to it. Um, and also, like, they had a load of, like, single-player challenges with loads of weird random challenge things to do, like smashing windows with bricks and things like that, that, that I always found um, a lot of fun. Um, yeah, and they do. had, they had, a, they had, you mean, the, 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 yeah, they had, um, yeah, the challenges where you had to, yeah, to try and get uh, X amount of windows broken in, 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 in uh, like, the quickest time. And if you could do it under uh-huh. 10 seconds, that would be gold under, you know, that type of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was awesome, yeah. Uh, and they used the multiplayer maps for that, didn't they? Yeah, that was, that was such, such a, a good game. There was three of them, you see, Alex. Uh, it's one, two, and three. I think, for memory, mm-hmm. the second one was the best. Uh... second one was by far the strongest. The first one there wasn't much to it. It was literally just like a a death match with bots. There was there, there wasn't much more than that yeah. to it. Um but yeah, the second one was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. No, nope, that is exciting news and I'm definitely looking forward to some time splitters. But that's obviously coming out in the, in 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 the future, you know, very you know, not you know, in the far future. Not, it's, it's, it sounds not like the future, not, yeah. not the near future. So let's move over then instead to the games we've been playing uh, this last couple of weeks on the segment we like to call the playlist. And uh, let's start with the big one straight away, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Mm. Alex, you've been playing this as have I for a bit. So uh, how far have you gone? Have you finished it already? No, no, no. I, um, I finished Mass Effect 1. Quite annoyed. I am three trophies of platinum. I'm so close. Uh, so close. I know it's really frustrating. What trophies are you missing? Uh, I'm missing two ability trophies because, like an idiot, I started playing going in my head, ha ha ha, I'm just gonna play for the story halfway through the game. I've unlocked so many trophies. I want to get a platinum. And then I just didn't get it, like, to perform a bunch of biotic abilities. I needed to do them 25 times, and then I triggered the last mission and took wrong people with me that didn't have biotic abilities. Anyway! <laughs> uh, so those two, and the one where you have to complete the majority of the game, so I think I just probably need to reload an older save um, and do a bunch of side missions, which are a bit of a pain, if you know anything about Mass Effect 1. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and uh, I'm in the middle of Mass Effect 2, but... Um, yeah, so we talked about Mass Effect 1 a little bit before we started. Yeah. And, um, it, I, okay, I still love that game, and I think there are some genuinely fantastic missions, like the whole end of the game mission, uh, where you're climbing up the walls of Citadel, mm-hmm. is, I, I kind of feel the whole game is worth just to get to that point mm-hmm. and have yeah. that fight, because that fight is awesome. But, you know, they've upped the graphics, they did make some kind of user-friendly um, updates. Quality, quality of think, life, yeah. Yeah, quality of life updates as well. Mm-hmm. But it's still it's still a bit of tough times. Uh, a little bit of tough times. I, I played it, I bought it, because mm. you said that we were playing it, and I was jealous, because I love Mass mm-hmm. Effect. And, and just, just uh, for the listener at home, uh, I we we've done, we normally uh, you know do like game of generation lists and 
game of the decade lists and all of that type of stuff. And Mass Effect 2 has been on my game of the generation. It's been on my top 10 of the decade. It's been on many of my lists for, for best games ever made. Yeah. I love it. So I am a fan. It still will be. Still will be. I am a fan. So I got it because... And I played about an hour of the first one. And and first I got my controller. You didn't get far then. <laughs> I, got it, I, I got it on PC. I got it on PC. Yeah. It has ultra-wide support, set of, set of the bat. I'm like, fantastic. I mean, that's, that's, that's not a given. You know. mm-hmm. Okay, ultra-wide looks mm-hmm. great. I press the bits, the graphics. They look, I mean, they look a bit better. You know, they, you know, they look nice. The story's still there. I'm still, I'm still, oh, I was pumped for this, yeah? And then I control my hand and then run with A. I'm like, run with A, that's stupid. That makes no sense. Let me go and change the control on the controls. No, no, you cannot, you cannot edit the controls. Nope, you cannot edit the controls. I'm like, what do you mean I cannot edit the controls? You cannot edit, okay? You either run with A or, or you don't. I'm like, whatever, I'm playing on PC. Throw the controller to the side, mouse and keyboard. I can actually change things. So I put run on shift like you do on most things. And I'm, okay, starting to, you know, locomotion is better now. And then the enemies are coming at me, and I'm shooting. I'm like, this is a terrible shooter. I mean, really, really bad. I mean, I forgot how bad he was as, as a shooter. Mm. And then I kept telling myself, this is not a shooter, Bruno. This is an RPG, right? Yeah. Well. Ish. I think, I think, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to completely steal something from what I heard from another podcast called Triple Click. But I, I think if you look back, even by the standards of the time, Mass Effect 1 did not have great if you would call the actual like gameplay mechanics, the shooting, the driving, the doing everything else, it wasn't great. They didn't have those people in-house yet that could make the game shoot well mm-hmm. and do all the kind of stuff. They had quite a small budget. And that game, when it came out, it still was phenomenal because I think it, like the actual shooting is filler. Yeah, what yeah, you yeah. go in there for and get for, you get the story, you get the characters, you get the world that is so ambitious. I think we're so used to the idea of Mass Effect and we're, because, you know, it's been around for so long time. Like, even if you've not played the game, like, you've heard of Krogan. <laughs> like, some things are just a given at this point. But at the time, like, the lore, the expanse of the world, how different the characters looked. And so many things, actually, in this game, if you think, things that we're used to now, but weren't a given at the time. The dialogue, the dialogue will. Before, you kind of just used to choose what your character would say in an RPG, and they would say exactly that. I believe Mass Effect is actually the first instance of them kind of summarizing it and acting out. Like, all the conversations were kind of cinematic in nature, which was also quite new. Um, Obviously, it was probably one of the first big RPGs that were like, well, we're going to kill off one of the main characters and you just have to deal with it. That's just, Mm -hmm. you know, that's how the story goes. And in this sense, if you kind (laughs) of... And yeah, I know I have to say, like, you have to go for, get through this stupid fighty bits and they're annoying, but if you go f- looking for the elements that I think made it success in the first place, they're still, they're still there. And if you don't want to do it, then the beginning of Mass Effect 2 has this comic strip by Dark Horse, mm-hmm. and just do that one. It's great. The comic uh- strip is beautiful. I think I think I am going to do that. And, and But the, point that, the reason I brought it up is I played Mass Effect 1 back in the day, back in, tw- in, in 2010 yeah. on the Xbox, and I loved it for exactly all the things you said there. And I'm a fan of KOTOR. I, I don't know if KOTOR had some of the same things, with, with uh, but uh, but certainly... Um, Kotor... No, you didn't... I don't think you had... Your main character didn't speak, did he? I, I don't did think... They? I don't think so. Oh, well, he definitely spoke on the... 
on the I'm not sure. I haven't played Kotor in a long time. But, but anyway, I, I love Mass Effect. But my point here is, this is a legendary edition. This is a, a, a remaster, not a remake. And um, if I'm a new person coming in now, if if I've never played Mass Effect, I heard so many good things about it, and I put this on now, I'm gonna go like these people are mad. This game is terrible. Yeah? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. So they should have done something yeah. more. Because I know the second one is going to be great, and you're playing it now, and and it sounds like it's it's yes. So I know I'm going to enjoy okay. the second one. I'm going to p- select. I'm going to forget about one. I'm going to put second one. I'm going to make all the choices I remember making on the on on the other one because I think you can choose the choices you made, right? Yeah, yeah, and in, in the comic strip, yeah. I'm going to make the choices I made, and I'm going to just go from second and and uh, uh, second and, and third, and I'm I am going to enjoy it. I, I I am struggling with the first one because I remember the story was great. I also remember that the story on two was better as well. So I remember the second one was better, like in a, a, everything. Se- second one kind of like uh, came in and uh, and uh, it was better. But, but yeah, my point is, uh, for a newcomer, I think this is a tough one to to, to you know they'll get they'll buy the legendary edition. I hear so many good things, so many Game of the Year's awards. They'll 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 play the first the first one and go like, what is this? Uh, because I think some uh, on today's standards, even though mm. it is filler, I completely agree. It's it's well below par the, that 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 yeah. f- that first part, unfortunately. But I know because I played it. I know how good the the rest of the game is. I I know that. But but uh, just that first part is bad. To be fair, I I was that newcomer. Like I haven't played Mass Effect when it originally came out. I played Mass Effect after finishing Dragon Age Inquisition, which came out in two thousand fourteen. Oh, well, that's okay. when I played Mass Effect for the first time. Yeah. and I did start with one, and I got to the point. Uh, in the Varia, in you know the snowy planet, where you had to drive through this corridor with your Mako and shoot the turrets, and those turrets killed me so many times. I, like I was like, apparently this is the best game out, like RPG in the world, but I can't play this stuff. <laughs> and I started with two, and like maybe it's the case that you have to go with, you know, with two, even if you cover and fall in love with the game because you will, because two yeah. is amazing, and then because you want to get more of the lore, more of the characters, you will go back to one. Okay. Well, no. what, what's important to you, doesn't it? And and mm-hmm. also, like, like Bruno, you are notoriously not good at going back and playing old games. Agreed. Um, you, you struggle with like, whereas whereas me, I don't. I go back and play an old game, and yes, the camera's crap and the controls are crap, but I I just get mm-hmm. on with it and deal with that because that's that was of of the time, and and so so part of it is your approach to it and um what what bothers you about it and and how willing you are to to sort of um put up with some of those those things and i i sort of i sort of see what you're saying in terms of like they should have fixed some of that but then this is this is this is a remaster if it was a remake and you were you were reporting this sort of stuff that would be a bit different for me but on a remaster you are getting the same game it just looks prettier uh i don't Uh, necessarily expect a level of um improvement and tweaking Mm -hmm. No, I agree with all of that, and you're right. I I, I don't go well. I, I I'm not. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't go back to old games and 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 get around some of the mechanics. But but one thing they could have easily done uh, on this one is a one simple thing. Let me remap the buttons because the buttons make no sense. Then they're, they're not yeah, even the same I, as I, the second one. They're not even the same as the second one. Let me remap them then. You know. Yeah. You know. So so uh, what? Running on A? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> Who does running on A anymore? I mean, you know, like you know, that it just you know, little things like that. But anyway, it, it is part of but, it uh, is me as well. Yeah, yeah. Part of I it don't know. Me. There was um, 
I mean, I don't know how easy it is to do because I'm not a programmer, but there was an interesting bit. There is one set of DLC, I think, missing from Mass Effect 1, okay. I think I'm lying, because they lost, the, they got the code corrupted porting it to PlayStation, so that part of DLC is not there. So it just shows that maybe it's actually not that easy because that game was so old. Maybe yeah. like you had to like blow it apart to yeah. even remap something. So uh, who knows? Uh, which is fair enough. Uh, all, all that to say, uh, to anyone listening to the podcast now that hasn't played Mass Effect, this is a very much still a recommendation. This is this is a, mm. a fantastic trilogy and, and it should be played. If you are struggling with the first one, stop it, jump to the second one and do the do, do, do the do the you know do the comics, make your choices, and once you finish the second and third, which are great games. You more than likely you're gonna to want to play the first one because you're gonna to want to miss fill some gaps. So is is that very much still a recommendation? I'm just I'm just saying, I, I you know it's a ten year old game. You know we were talking about on the last podcast we did together about um, Dark Souls, and I was saying Dark Souls was the best trilogy. Dark Souls, uh, if you go back to Dark Souls from the same year now, it still plays like Dark Souls. It still plays. Like mm. like like the game he, he did. It might look a bit uh, a bit. It might not look as nice, but it still ru- ru- plays and runs the same. So so, so, uh, so yeah, you're right. Uh, when that game came out in 2010, it was already not the best shooter anyway. But it was very much the best RPG, uh, best um, yeah. uh, uh, RPG of 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 that type, and also a fantastic space opera. You know, if you like, if I know Alex, you are into space operas as I am, uh, into uh, and more on that later at uh, on the recommendation uh, at the end of the show uh but um uh yeah it's great it's 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 great i have one question though have you who have you had sex with uh so far and are you playing with fem shep or or male shep uh, i'm playing with fem shep because uh, jen hale is queen yeah um not that we don't love mark Mir, but I'm, play, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing Shep as well. So, so. Mm, very good. Um, I don't know if you can tell, but this is the ultimate boyfriend right there, Garis Vakarian. But um, I always have. <laughs> oh, can you can you can you ro- can you romance him on on as as Fem Shep? Because I've never played Fem Shep before. So it's yeah. my first time doing. So uh, the first game, once again, it's got a bit of a limited romance options. I think there's only really three. There is Caden, Ashley, and Liara. So I very much, uh, so my plan is, I do romance Caden in the first game, because it's so much joy dumping him for Garrus in Mass Effect 3, and like, especially, yeah, especially in Mass Effect 3, because he actually approaches and like, do you want to be in a relationship with me? And I'm like, nope, <laughs> want nothing to do with you. <laughs> Give me my alien boy, please. <laughs> Uh, I know it's mean to Caden, but whatever. I, I think Garrus is the the best uh, from the best of the characters. I think the of the of the your, the characters you can you can play with as well. I think he's the best the best one personally for me. Anyway, what about yourself, Marius? Have you got a, a, a favorite in terms of the of the characters? I know you quite like Garrus as well, don't you? It's... Yeah, Garrus is is strong. Liara is quite good as well. Yeah, Liara is quite good. Like Liara, but yeah, Ga- I think Garrus is. And, and what's the strong. What's the one, the weird alien one, uh, the scientist? I think he's on the third one as well. Morden. I quite like him as well. He's pretty cool. Yeah, Morden is my... Well, Garrus is my favorite romance option, but Morden is actually my favorite character. Yeah, I think... I think I remember thinking it was it was excellent. And that's what I'm looking forward to. I was like, oh, I cannot believe... I, I cannot wait to save Krogan again and all of that. You know, like, I, I, I was like, I'm so so in for it. 
I was so disappointed. Like, ah, I forgot this game is not good on this part. <laughs> no. I forgot this. I'm, I'm saying all this, and I might still just persevere because I'm because the story is there. I might just. Persevere. I mean, you you could just really mainly because it's not it's not that big. You've got smack it on it. Yes. Later on, then the combat and stuff doesn't matter if it's exactly. Yeah. It. Yeah. There's like four planets you land on, honestly. Yeah. And then you're bam, you're in the main eight mission, so you can really just. <laughs> Uh, mainline it f- fair enough okay I, I i am gonna more more on this on on podcast to, to, to come but uh yes it's uh they've they've done uh, for all the things i'm saying they haven't done they've done some good things uh, on pc as mm-hmm. well at, le- at least uh, things like uh, like i said ultra wide support off the bat and and uh, and running at 120 frames all of that mm-hmm. so, so all of that is 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 very nice and welcome are you playing it on ps5 are you Alex? yes yeah very good you plan you planning to play it, Barris, or? Um, probably not. To be honest with you, um, I I think I've it's one of those that I've done Mass Effect. I don't I don't feel the need mm. to go through and and play it again. Um, and certainly the commitment to playing through three <laughs> twenty plus hour games. Uh, yeah, I, I, and I, and it, and it is one. Of, I'm one of those like if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do all three. I couldn't just do one. Mm. Of, um, yeah. it just, my brain wouldn't allow me to do that. No, um, I get that. Yeah. Uh, so I would have to commit to it. Um, so maybe, maybe at some point, if it came across my path on a game pass or something like that, um, oh, it says game pass then, all over it. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. then, yeah, potentially, I, I would give it a go. But I just sort of feel like I played Mass Effect, and that was my Mass Effect story, and sort of that's. Yeah. I feel I like mean, I've done it a bit. Yeah. To be fair, I'm so boring. I've modeled exactly the same film shop that I've modeled, you know, all this all this time in character creator. I'm making the same choices. I'm I'm one of those people, you know, I know what I like and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> yeah, I probably do the same. That, that's nothing yeah. wrong. That's not wrong with that. I, I certainly with Dark Souls, because I've replayed them recently, I, I mm. there's everyone says, Oh, you should play Dark Souls with py- Pyromancy, it's it's amazing, it changes the game, or you should play as this, and I'm like, No, I'm gonna play with lots of strength. Big sword and a fuck anything that comes towards my because you know, that's how I like to play that game. So I'm very yeah. much the, the same. Having said that, I am playing Fem Shep for, for the first time because I remember I played the first one and then anecdotally people told me that uh, the female character was much better with the voice acting and everything. But I was already invested in that uh, in the mm. in, in, in uh, so I, I kind of stayed with it. Having played only an hour of it so far, yeah, the voice acting is, is really good so far. I haven't had enough time to um, you know to sync my. Uh, uh, it, 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 but but yeah, it's 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 uh, it, it, she 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 sounds great anyway for sure. Yeah, that's what what I'm doing. Uh, but you said that was a lesbian uh, option. Did you say? Yeah, that's, that's, uh, Liara, yeah, that's, Liara that's, is that, always an that's, option. That's that's what I'm gonna go for. It sounds like. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I think I might be so wrong on this, but I think Jen Hale is the female Lombax in Russian Clank. Oh. Oh, interesting. So you won't immediately recognize her, but it's definitely her. So oh, you can play wait. two games with the same voice actor. I cannot wait. For, I cannot wait for that game. It's I'm so excited for, for, for it. Yeah. But another game I've been playing on PS5 is Returnal, mm-hmm. and and uh, I, I've talked about it on last podcast. I'm not only gonna touch on it. Um, I've, I've finished it now. Uh, I've completed the game. Uh, and well, <sighs> completed the game. I'm trying to get a platinum on it now. And the platinum, mm-hmm. I'm like five trophies short for the platinum. And the, the reason yeah, it's it, the reason it's difficult. It's not. It's not that. It's not that. Um, I'm I'm at the point now where I can start the game with the pistol, 
and go all the way to the third boss uh, on like one life uh, with, no, with no issues. The problem is the, the, the trophies I'm missing is the, it's cataloging the whole world and this is a world where every room is, is randomly uh, gener- randomly positioned and only uh, some rooms will show up on a run. So it could be that the room you after that has the thing you need to scan might not show up on 20 runs in a row. So, so, so for you to scan that little bit to finish the scanning of, of that uh, biome, you might you start again, you go through every single room, didn't find anything new. Then yes, you and you're to... talking about Returnal. That's right, yes. Yeah, I, okay. I, I did say, didn't I? Uh, I sorry, no, no, no. I, I, went okay, too, I, I went too quick into it. I apologize. I, 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 <laughs> I, did, I did say another game I've been playing on PS5 is Returnal, but uh, but uh, maybe I was too quick. I'm right. sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, no, that's okay. That's okay. Sometimes I just go. Uh, it's just organic. I just, uh, I'm, I'm, I, I, love the, I love the segues, you know, like uh, the, the, the listener at home like drops, drops the tea. What happened? You know, where's my pen? Oh, oh. segue. <laughs> no one fucking knew it was happening. <laughs> Returnal, yes, I am talking about Returnal. Apologies, let me just uh, mm-hmm. t- take it down to first gear again. Returnal, I'm trying to platinum Returnal. Five trophies. Yes. I think I'm five trophies away from it. The problem with them is of oh, five or six. The problem, like I said, is cataloging the biomes. It's not as simple as you get a guide. Okay, I need to go to this room and go and get that. Uh, or I need to go to the room and go and get that. The room that you after might not show up on your run for like twenty runs in a row. Or it might show up straight away. Really annoying. Very difficult. Uh, it's so annoying. <laughs> but the and this is this is showing how good the game is. I don't mind because I'm like, okay, it wasn't here, but you know what it means. I mean, it means I can I can start again and do it again because it's so much fun the shooting on the game. So, so you just go on again. I find it. I'll find it eventually. So I've been doing that. Uh, I've I've done the first biome everything, and now now I, I just. Go through the first biome, onto the second, and I've been doing every room on the second biome and third biome to try and get everything. And then uh, I'm like at ninety-two percent on one, and like eighty-nine percent on one, and I just I just press re- restart again, and I just go again and do that until I've done the hundred percent. So it's it's I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it because it's it, it's one of those. It, it might be that it doesn't show up for a long time or 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 not. But um, I am trying to, to do it. It's it's. Um, it's a great game, though, uh, Maris. You need to play this as soon as you have a PS Five. This, this is, this is. Uh... Yeah, I'd very much like to be playing it, but. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's such a fun game. I, I, do you have any any uh, uh, Alex? Do you, if you have a PS Five? Is it something that uh, appeals to you at all, or not so much? Or. I am super picky with my roguelikes. Um, mm-hmm. It's funny enough because the other game I'm talking about is a roguelike um, that I really like. Yeah. But I don't know. It just. There has to be something special except for the roguelike element that capture me because otherwise a person I just find it where you have to die and you start from the beginning it, very unsatisfying for me and I and I and I just lose interest trying to persevere. I I basically. think I think you should maybe should should consider this because I think this is it's a roguelike in name, but but it's very different. The, what's what's the difference on this one is the story is brilliant. Hmm. And you get the story through through playing through, through playing the game, uh, and and there's a there's a house in the game itself, which is which uh, you go through it and it triggers memories or or or, or visions, and and that's excellent. And it's proper like uh, horror sci-fi. It's 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 great, and it, and it and it you start to understand why you are stuck in that loop, and 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 what happened to you, and and what caused that. The the, the story is brilliant. Uh, also, 
as far as roguelikes go, it's it's really not. People think, oh, you have to play the g- game from beginning to end, and then if you die, start again. Not quite. If you beat the first boss, you don't have to play him again if you don't want to. So, so if you beat the first boss, you can find the the the, the path to the second biome, and then you know work your way to the boss. Once you beat the second biome boss, you can you can you can go straight from the first biome to the third biome and go for the boss as well. And and not just that, you 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 activate shortcuts in a way as well. So on both of the second and third biome. So uh, uh, it can be that when you're making a, a run for the third boss, if you want to, you might only have to go through to four or five rooms and you're on the last boss on the on the third boss. And okay. once you beat the third boss, some things happen, and then you start three new biomes, which you have, you start straight from straight away from that. So it's not really you have to play the whole thing from beginning to end uh, uh, to to do it. It it, it is roguelike in name but it's 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 very different it's not it's not like a, a dead cells where if you die you start to get from the beginning it's it, it's very different and um uh, the items you 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 keep that are permanent uh, allow you to bypass large parts of 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 the game uh, but yeah the story is great the sto- and the, sh- the story um, and the shooting are great on this how horror are the horror elements <laughs> is oh, my next question then <laughs> oh it's not it's not scary it's more like um if Bruno can play it for this long, it's fine because he's a big wimp and can't play scary games. It's well established on this podcast. It's uh, it's one. It, it, it's not. It's not a. Uh, it's yeah. It's not a. Uh, no, it's not that scary. It, there's a couple of things, but it's, it's not. No, no. I wouldn't say it's scary. Also, it's one of those games that really wants you to play with it. I play it, listen to podcasts because I, I I got I got you know good at it now. I can I can play the game okay. But but it's you you, you need a, uh, a nice surround the headset because. Enemies come from all over the place, so sometimes, and they make noise on purpose, so so, so you know they're there. <laughs> so you need to know there's something behind you shooting at you, so you can do jumps and dashes off the way. Um, uh, the thing that the, interests me the most about this, we were talking about mechanics with Mass Effect, and uh, I know that's obviously a very old game, but the mechanics on this game is what makes it. And to be fair, that's what makes most roguelikes is the mechanics. Mm-hmm. The mechanics is what makes this game. This this is fu- a fantastic bullet bullet hell shooter. That's that's presented in a beautiful, uh, uh, beautiful biomes with diversity and they look great, with a really interesting story uh, uh, as well uh, of what got you there and 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 uh, and um, why they keep bringing you back, uh, and and it's it's so good. It's this 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 is gonna at the end of the year. This is gonna be on 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 uh, on uh, on conversation for game of the year for me. Uh, it's not my game of the year. Uh, everyone knows what my game of the year is, but it's uh, certainly in a, in a, in conversation for it. I love it. Yeah, you should you should you should give it a go. I think at least. Uh, well, in three years' time, when I finish Mass Effect Legendary Edition. <laughs> fair, fair, fair enough. Um, let's uh, let's move on. Okay, everyone know I'm moving on to the next game now. Okay, so uh, I'm I'm gonna talk about a different game now, and that's. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd play, give some time to a small little indie game that not many people have heard of or played. Um, GTA Five rings a bell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, I, w- I was at a bit of a loss of what to play, and um, I, it's uh, given away on Epic a while ago. Uh, and I just thought, you know, why not? I'll, I'll give it a go. It's a nice, easy game to to play. Um, and my God, that game is really good, isn't it? <laughs> it's 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 so well made. I mean, I still can't believe that I originally played it on a PS3. Um, 
uh, I mean, obviously, I'm playing it on PC now. Um, so it, it looks prettier. But even so, it's like th- this game originally came out on PS3. Mm-hmm. And for it to still look and play so well, it's astonishing. I have a question. Sorry, I have a question. Did you buy this game again? No. Okay, if you'd good. listened to the words that I said from my mouth just now, I would have <laughs> said you would you would have he- heard me saying that I got it, it that Epic gave it away for free. In my, de- in, in my defense, I was reading chat. <laughs> <laughs> I would refuse to be one of those people like you that buys GTA Five four hundred times. Three times. Yeah. Three times. Yeah, I just I, I won't do it. Um, so yeah, I, I've really been enjoying it. Just playing through the story mode. I'm sc- I'm not doing any of the side shit. Like I'm probably like that's what a lot of people will do in GTA. The only side stuff I'm doing are the strangers and freaks missions because they're hilarious generally. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it's a bit. It does feel a bit like for whatever they do next, they probably need to change some things up. It does feel like I've played this game. You know, I've seen this this uh this mechanics and, and sort of way the game works and uh, quite a few times now and i do feel like next time they need to change something up because it is just driving from a to b uh shooting some people and then driving back again uh, <laughs> really when you look at it that's basically what it is um but i, I am absolutely loving it um i think uh the the switching between character system is brilliant that still holds up really well i think that 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 works amazingly um i think the save system can suck dick it, the save system is terrible uh, <laughs> having to go to a specific place to save and stuff just just give me just give me proper auto saves please um the the soundtrack i mean it's it's phenomenal like i forgot how good the soundtrack was for this i think you know it's it's easy to remember like vice city in terms of being one of the best soundtracks of all time but the the soundtrack does such a good job of um sort of defining the time that 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 it's set and i think um either whatever genre of music you're listening to in that soundtrack it, even if it's not your sort of thing there's some great tracks in there i think the um whoever was responsible for selecting the, the music for that game mm-hmm. um did did an amazing job um so yeah i i am really liking it I, I as always it was the same when i first played it i really don't like the franklin character i find him a bit boring and um a little bit too gangstery and too dropping the n-word all the time and things like that and particularly being aware that it's made by a scottish company uh, i'm sure there's lots of people from multiple different races there but but some of the content does feel a bit dubious now um uh but then but then then trevor turns up and things get dubious for a completely different reason mm-hmm. but that's okay because he's just such a, a caricature um whereas i think perhaps franklin feels a bit more um uh reality uh based uh, and and some of the some of the things that that are going on there i just felt a bit weird with um but yeah absolutely love it um if you're the one person that hasn't yet bought gta 5 then go and buy it (laughs) (laughs) it's one of those i i obviously play the gta i I did buy it three times uh, but obviously or xbox 360 playstation 4 and then on pc um I did buy it three times, and and to be fair, it's not like I bought it just for for having it on my collection. I played hundreds of hours on each of those platforms, 
on online, admittedly. I've only actually played the single player on the on the Xbox, and um, especially with the way it looks, it, 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 that's one of those games that I've, I've already aged well. I could easily go and play that and, and yeah. it still, still look great. Um, it is sixty hours though if you if you do everything. It's, it's about it's about a sixty hour game if you do everything. But it, it, I do remember being great, specifically the 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 the, the jumping between uh, characters. Mm. That's not really been done by many games since. Uh, it's 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 uh, it's something that's not been uh, robbed by other games. But but I, I remember loving it at the time. Yeah, uh, but yeah. I mean, so what you're telling me, uh, Maris, is that the company that spent two hundred and sixty million on on a video game uh, uh, made an okay game. Is that what you say? <laughs> Is that, is that what he's saying? If you spend if you spend two hundred sixty million, you can make an okay game. Is that is that what we, we say? It's certainly okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanna I wanna touch on a, a couple of games quickly. I, I play the um, not a lot of both of these games, uh, but I do wanna mention them quickly. I played the game called the uh, uh, Picaminosa. I wanna say okay. It's a noir. It's a top down uh, pixel art noir uh, RPG. And now all both of you are going like that sounds great yeah I I, wa- I want to play that so did I um, the story is is I played about a couple hours the story is great it looks great the music is 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 is, is fun the art is good everything is great on it it's an RPG you do level up your character you get traits to 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 select you know like intelligence etc so you can have a uh, so you can have a more dialogue options all of the stuff you you like in a great little package. The shooting is absolutely terrible, and I'm not talking about the game that that came out ten years ago that I'm not I'm struggling with. This is a game that came out this week or that last week. The shooting is I don't I cannot believe how bad the shooting is on that game. Uh, it's you because you, it's because you stop down. You expect a game like that you can shoot within the the eight zones of 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 the analog stick or the D pad. But it kind of like when you shoot, you kind of almost have to do it diagonally or, or, or vertically. It's, it's it's very difficult to shoot on that game. It's it's um, and I got to the I got to the boss battle and I I, I died easily ten times, twenty times on that boss. And this is the first boss. And then I, I managed to get to beat him. But I was like, the only reason he was I was struggling so much with it is not because I'm bad at video games. It's because the controls are awful. <laughs> but. But if you can go, if you can forget about the 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 controls and you talk about the game itself, yeah, uh, the the game is fun and also uh, uh, it made me laugh because uh, uh, it um, the writing is really fun on it and uh, you're a detective uh, and you're trying to uh, go and find this 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 bad guys etc and so on uh, and uh, you hear that one of them. Uh, frequents a uh, lady of the night um establishment and then uh, and then you trying you trying to find them and you realize that he's into the larger girls you know that's why that's why he likes nothing wrong with that yeah uh, and then you're doing your line of questioning and every time he he says larger girls larger ladies to start with but then he keeps using um uh, cinnamons. Uh, every time he, he refers to it, and when he gets to the large lady, uh, he says, uh, which which he made me laugh. I know he likes the more corpulent uh, girls, uh, and the the, the, use, the use of the word corpulent just made me laugh because I haven't heard that word in such a a long time. Corpulent. It's uh, probably my choice. Fa- <laughs> probably my favorite. My favorite choice. My favorite word of of the year is corpulent. Um, it's 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 such a shame because that, that I was I was loving that game every, every how it looks how it moves everything uh, the dialogue uh, 
I, I like everything about it. I just cannot get on with the, with the, with the, with the shooting on it. And unfortunately, I don't know if I'm gonna go back to it because because of the shooting. Uh, they've they've updated the game three or four times since I last played it. So maybe I'll, I'll jump in again see if they've changed anything on the on on the the way he shoots because the game is so much fun. Uh, but um, the mechanics of of the action is just not uh, not uh, for me. And then the other one I wanted to touch on, I played slightly more on this one, is Against the Moon. Against the Moon, I think you, you, you well, I think you guys might like this one. This is a, a turn-based RPG style game uh, where you're going from, uh, a bit like Slay the Spire, where you're going, you, you actually select, you go to, uh, your path, go and, go and fight over here or fight over there, you, you see the line of, of the map, mm. and then you do the fight. The interesting thing about this one is it does that uh, that turn-based thing where you where you can uh, attack the the other side and and vice versa. But it's in lanes, so there's three lanes mm-hmm. on on the on the on the screen, and each lane has like four squares per lane. So let's say I have one character on uh, on the first square of the top lane. If I put the character in front of him to to uh, so one of the attacks in front of him, that attack will have a, a attack and defense. So, so it will attack the lane to the other side. They will defend and everything behind behind it. So, so it's it's kind of like you have to to. Uh, it's almost like a board game. You have to, you you kind of like. Um, um, Looks a bit like Plants vs Zombie, kind of style. Well, I never played. Pl- I've never played Plants vs Zombies. So, so, so that that, oh, that, that, that may oh, well. Oh. That may well be true. Yeah. How is this possible, Bruno? There's many games out there. I mean, we don't, we don't all will play the every game. This is this is a better example, though. Uh, it's a game I, I am going to go back to. Um, uh, it's um, the fighting is is interesting. It's actually quite hard. It's not a roguelike. So so whenever you die, you can just you can just retry the the battle and 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 keep going. Um, but it's really interesting because you have a essentially you you have a, your uh, artifact or, or sarcophagus, I think it's called on on this thing. Uh, uh, health versus whatever you're fighting against, and then you have a the three uh, players and you get new players as you play and uh, and each player has as the they can summon these minions and you, you, sell, you put the minions in front in front of them and uh, to attack and defend and and, uh, and you, have, you really have to always do, do calculations on, on all three lanes because you might be fight on one on two lanes but then the other lane is attacking and, and if he goes through he goes in he hits the the main the main player the sarcophagus which which uh, yeah it's um it's a hard game to describe and it's uh, but there's a good tutorial on it on how to 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 get you started and it is a fun game so that's I wanted to I haven't played enough of those both of those games but I thought it, I felt like I needed to to mention both of them yeah basically it's plants versus zombies but with a slightly different style of combat. There you go. There you go. I described it. <laughs> You're welcome, everyone. But, and that's why we <laughs> have everyone a... else, but Bruno understands that reference. <laughs> I haven't played Plants vs Zombies, but that's why we have a, a, a we try to have a diverse uh, opinion on this podcast because uh, people can say, Bruno, you're an idiot. It's it's obviously Plants vs Zombies, and I'm like, oh, right, fair enough. Now I know. You know, maybe maybe, maybe I'll play Plants vs Zombies because it's a fun gameplay uh, uh, element uh, that of it. Right, uh, we, I I allude to it, but Slay uh, Slay the Spire. Uh, you've been playing Slay the Spire, and um, it's a game I played as well. Uh, so tell us about yeah. it, Alex. I mean, I'm just gonna very quickly mention it because uh, it's becoming kind of a tradition. Before I go to bed, I play one round, but it is a roguelike where you have your 
I guess they're almost archetypal characters because you can have a fighter, a rogue, a wizard type of person, and then a ninja, sort of. Um, and they, they're they deck building games. You use your cards that you have to attack and to defend against various monsters. You choose the path. And you don't exactly get to see which monsters you're battling, but you can choose whether you go, you know, I go to fight someone, I go to the shop, I go relax at the bonfire and heal. There's a bit of a choice there. You will eventually have to fight. You can't just go to the main boss without fighting, but you, there are easier paths and more complicated paths. But I think... Risk, risk I mean, reward. Yeah, risk reward. But, I mean, it's... It just... The card combat is so solid. Um, and this so much variety of cards and combos and I mean I've been playing it for a while but I still I'm still just discovering some of the better combos to use and which cards to just throw out because they're filler and which ones have really good synergies between each other there's just so much and all all the characters play so differently and I'm mostly addicted they have like daily challenges where they create some like custom rules and they every time it changes the characters and you go on the on your run, you get as far as you can get before you die, and then your score comes up and you see in the world, you're a person, 5,200 something, because there's so many other play people that are so much better than you. And every time you go, but I will climb the next time, and every night you try. And it's like a 20, I mean, 20 is the most. I mean, if you're really good, it's like 20, 30 minute run. And at the end, you just put it away, and you're happy camper, and you go to sleep. <laughs> I I played I I played this as well because I recently played a, a game called Fights in Tight Places that came out this year. Um, mm -hmm. And by the way, uh, I think you should you should give that a go, even, even though it doesn't it doesn't sound like your type of thing. It's exactly like Slay the Spire, but uh, but um, I, oh, I'm not going to talk talk about uh, Fights in Tight Places. We talked about it in the previous podcast. If you go onto our, onto our website, you can just search for Fights in Tight Places, and you'll come up with the podcast we we, we discussed it. So you, you can definitely go back there and hear my review of it but uh with fights and tight places obviously you have the, you have a grid so you have you, you do have to to use cards to attack but you also have a grid to 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 go to go around very much like a board game have a look at that i think i think you you, mm -hmm. you that's definitely be in your wheelhouse but uh, so because i hear people... that to me though bruno so pinch of salt with that yeah, but I said it to you because of the martial arts aspect. I'm saying it to Alex because of the card playing aspect. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Mm. It do, it does sound like your sort of thing, to be fair. But and it's but the same thing with that game. You, you learn, you, you get you get better not because you get better cards, because every time you start that game again, because it is a roguelike as well. That one. Every time you start mm. again, you start with the same with the with the same deck, and then you build your deck as you as you go, which is the same as Slay the Spire, right? You build build the deck yeah. on every playthrough. And the reason I played Slay the Spire is because everyone was telling me, well, Fights and Tight Places is great, but it's just copied, it's basically a copy of Slay the Spire. And then I went to play Slay the Spire, and I was like, this is great, but actually Fights and Tight Places does copy a lot of things, but also improves on other things as well, in terms of the mm -hmm. being able to, to, to move around the, the, the map and all of that. But no, you're absolutely right. It's one of those games that... Um, it's great, but but you you get better at it not because you get you you you're getting better stuff. It's because you're learning what the cards do and how to play them better yeah. in 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 different scenarios. And that's the that that's the key uh, um, loop on it. Um, it's yeah, it's, it's it's a great game. I I haven't put that much into it. It is on Game Pass, by the way. Slay the Spire, Marius. And can I tell yeah. you already, it's not your type of game. 
Don't bother. Oh, I, I yeah. discounted yeah. it immediately. I'm well aware. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's been an absolute godsend to me that it came on Switch because I've been eyeing it on Game Pass for a very long time, but it just doesn't feel like a game that you play on the PC. Like, it's it's your portable game, you know, where you're going somewhere and you have 20 minutes on the train, 20 minutes before doing something else, and you just take it out and play it and put it away. Yeah, I just feel like it's a perfect little Switch thing. It it is, and lots of lots of uh, lots of games just really lend themselves to to the switch. Mm-hmm. By the way, the 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 the, uh, the, the two I mentioned, against the one and uh, and the other one, uh, are probably be great switch games, and you probably see them on Switch uh, at, mm-hmm. at, at at some point. Um, but yes, uh, do do try uh, fights in tight places. I don't think it's that expensive, yeah. and uh, and. Um, me personally, because uh, people see things differently, so so people can the way they strategize in their head. At, um, when you're looking at the cards, uh, you're looking at your deck and 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 how you're gonna attack. It's one way, but with fights in tight places, I because I can visualize the whole board and I can see where the enemies are and I can count the squares because each each of their attacks has uh, you know two squares forward or whatever, and you, you can yeah. visualize their attack and you can visualize. Okay, I'm gonna use this card, and I'm gonna move over that. It's almost like you're playing chess uh, and playing cards at the same time. It's it's um, it lands better to me uh, for me because I can visualize the whole map and 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 say the spire is more. You really not need to know what the cards do and and uh, more than uh, where you're gonna be position wise. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more it's more to do with the, the yeah. Cards. To be fair, sometimes it doesn't even matter what monsters you fight because if you've created a really good efficient deck, you're probably gonna just kill whoever it is. And that's what and that's what that's what uh, fights and places yeah. does is you build your deck to be like uh, okay it's a great uh, deck to counter attack if you attack me I'll I'll attack back and do this or mm-hmm. or I'm really good at doing uh, at doing damage this type of damage and then when you get to the next uh, biome or ne- 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 next w- next world they go like all the enemies now are really not uh, the, 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 what they were weak against those cards they're no, no longer weak so you kind of have to build a balanced deck because if you put if you make it too balanced against one type of enemy uh then the next part it becomes yeah. hard so 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 that's that's uh that's, and with Slayer Spy you're right if you make the right deck it doesn't really matter what 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 you, what you, what you have yeah. because you can just melt anything but both great 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 games for sure uh yeah so, uh so you find yourself playing a lot of Switch games, then? It sounds like so. so is it something like you said you play in bed? Is uh, it's uh, is that your? Uh... Yeah. Um, I don't know. I have my I have my Switch moments. <laughs> um, there's a couple of games that I come back to. I mean, I played through um, Moonlighter maybe a year ago, which is such a great game, mm-hmm. uh, which was also has got roguelike elements. Um, and just like little like story games or little narrative games. I I don't. I don't think I actually have a single first-party Nintendo game on my Switch. That's not what I'm there for. Um, actually, Fire Emblem. Is Fire Emblem first-party? No, I don't think so. No. So, okay. Mo- See, Mo- Mo- Moonlighter, uh, that's the... Re- that's the uh, I-, I love that game, by the way. Uh, oh, I-, I recommended it to Calvin way back but way back when, if if you if he recommended it to you, that means you get you had it. It was recommended by me by uh, yeah yep, se- by, by, yep. by one separation. That game is great. That, that, oh, that, that, so that game is that game is fantastic. And that yes, you're right. That game really lends itself to to the um, to the the switch. We didn't talk about it on the news, but now uh, just quickly, um, uh, Valve has announced they're making a handheld Linux machine, to, uh, which 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 I think is interesting. I don't think that's entirely accurate, is it? it? They haven't announced it. Someone someone oh. dug into Steam code and have 
put two and two together to say that they're working I, on a hundred. I know that's the reason why I didn't put it on the news. It was it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't quite uh, quite uh, announced yet, but rumored at least. Uh, I, I'm I'm by the way I'm here for that because uh, not because the, the Switch is not good at playing indie games. It it certainly is, but I have a lot of the indie games on on, on Steam already. So if I can if I can bring them with me, even better, right? Um, so yeah, that's interesting. Uh, let's move over to the last game we've been playing, and that's by Marius, and that's Fuser. Fuser. Yes. What is this? Yes, I mean I, I, I'm doing an Adam here, and I'm I'm reviewing a demo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Alex has got it. It's it's um, a music game by Harmonix of Guitar Hero um, fame. Have you played it, Alex? You obviously knew what it was. Or... No, I kind of eyed it a couple of times to mm. get it, but never quite pressed the buy button. Yeah, I, I, I'd heard bits and pieces about it, and then I saw I saw the demo pop up. It's like, oh, I was like, I will just give it a go. It's so basically the the way it works is um, you have sort of four turntables, if you like. Um, one's like your your bass, one one's your drums, one's like guitar and one's vocals um, or something along those lines and then at the at the top you have all basically like your albums or your different songs and you can pull different songs down onto different uh, onto each of these turntables and it obviously takes the part of that song so if you pull the vocals into if you pull it onto the vocals deck then that, that then it, it it takes the vocals from that song and it sort of mixes them in with with the other with the other songs there um and like you you know you, you get more points if you if you bring it down right on on the downbeat and stuff like that um and like you you can get sort of crowd requests so ask you to put certain songs in and things like that to build your points and, and stuff but for me it was just the way that it mixes all of this stuff together like it's absolutely astonishing so in the demo like they had things like um billy ellish on there um rage against the machine nate dog and uh do a leaper i think some of the kids listen to i think um no idea uh, <laughs> um but oh and even some like this 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 random sort of latino band as well that i have no idea who they are and somehow the game like works so how how do you the hell do you get rage against the machine and billy ellish's bad guy working together and sounding brilliant i don't I just, it, it's incredible how they've managed to to get the all of these different tracks working together and sounding really good um so so for me it was less about the game it was more about the almost playing with it as a music maker and like ju just mixing all of these different parts of of different tracks together was and and hearing what they sound like was was lots of fun so yeah i'm i'm really enjoyed it fr from the demo so uh likewise i, I i'm you know wait it's, when it's in a sale or something like that i think um I could easily see myself picking that up and having a lot of fun with it. So, what what is the goal of the game? Like, is there something that that, that they're trying to make you achieve, or is just literally just take all these parts and play around with them? Um, yeah, there is. There's there's some sort of story I sort of ignored uh, that annoyed <laughs> me. That annoyed me a bit at the start. Like, it's some music festival where music festival play music make the crowd happy make the numbers go up 
basically. <laughs> so, so, okay. so, yeah, that, that, there is like a scoring system, like say, in terms of keeping the crowd happy and playing what they're what they want, and uh, like say, sort of dropping the dropping the uh, the tracks in at the, at the right times and things like that. Sort of build your score and stuff like that. Um, but for me, like I say, that wasn't actually the most interesting part of it. I was just, mm-hmm. it was just playing around with the music was the most interesting part. Never mind, not really bothered about the score there. I think just, just playing with the music was, was a, a hell of a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So it didn't really matter to me on the, on the score or the, uh, the objective, but um, yeah, it's, it, it's really good. I recommend yeah, now, having a look. Now that you are here describing it. I do remember seeing friend of the show Dennis who was streaming that uh, a while ago, and I, and I do think uh, it, it was actually mixing the game quite well. So I think it's the game. It's uh, yeah, they've they, they've got it so that you can actually join the, the songs. Uh, you know, yeah, fairly well. Incredible. Yeah, not my type of thing, obviously, but uh, but um, uh, sounds like a fun game. So so uh, yeah, reviewing. Uh, so you reckon if it's to be cheaper, you might uh, you might be. Uh... Yeah, I think so. I mean, I didn't. I didn't guess. I didn't actually look at the at the cost of it. I'm not sure how much it is. Um, Five. But yeah, if, <laughs> is that all it is? No, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm joking. <laughs> I thought you. I thought you actually checked. Uh, I, um, I hadn't checked. No, Fuser on Steam is quite expensive. Forty forty dollars. Um. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I would not be spending that much money. For, yeah. For it, to be honest with you. Um. Like I say, yeah. If it, if it was cheap or Game Pass or um, uh, PlayStation Plus or something like that, um, then I'd definitely get in on it without a moment's hesitation um, or wait till it uh, appears cheap on a sale or something. Yeah, I'm sure it will be Steam Summer Sale. I mean, uh, coming up soon, I bet you. Or, you know, mm-hmm. it'll be uh, it'll be uh, cheaper for sure. Yeah, it definitely doesn't feel worth that price. Whilst I enjoyed it, it, it feels more like a twenty quid game, yeah. something like that. Maybe even fifteen pound game for me. Yeah, no, that's 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 that sounds fair. Uh, right, so that that's been the the playlist. Uh, obviously, the the games we've been playing the, la- the past couple of weeks. Uh, let's move over to the part of the show we like to call "Why Don't You," which is the part of the show where we give you a recommendation of something to do, watch, listen, read, eat. Anything, anything at all. Uh, and um, Marius, you want to talk to us about Greenland? Yes. Uh, never um, been there. Sounds like a good me. place no, to go. No, neither have I. Oh. Yeah. Um, but luckily it doesn't require any travel, my oh. recommendation. Uh, this is a movie um, from 2020, I think it was, mm-hmm. um, starring Gerard Butler and... The woman from Firefly, whose name I can't remember. Um, if it's Gerald Butler, you know it's gonna be good and apocalyptic. Yeah, Morena Bacca something. Morena Bacarin. Yeah, that's it. That's there the name. Go. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah, between us, we got that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it only took three of us to get one person's name. <laughs> She's great. She's great. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, she is. And ba- basically, the story is there's there's this um, massive comet. Um, going to be passing by the by the Earth, and then they realise, oh no, actually, it's going to hit the Earth. Um, that they call Bruce Willis. 
They got no, they didn't call Bruce Willis. No. Well, stuck with Gerard <laughs> this time. Um, and uh, like uh, the government send out sort of alerts to certain people to basically get these certain individuals seemingly randomly um some people got these messages to say come here to to get into the emergency bunker basically um mm. because it, it they they've worked out this is like a full-on extinction level event type thing and uh, they're just trying to save all the people uh, that are going to be useful uh, to to sort of rebuild after everybody else has been wiped out um and it's the story of of Gerard Butler, his his wife and their son, um, trying to get to this bunker and all the things that stop them uh, on on the way. Um, and really good, like you know, it, it's one of those. It's a this big disaster movie, like, but but it's not about special effects and things like that. It's it's not really about that. It's about the 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 family and the characters. Um, and yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Um, I, I mean, I would just say if you ever want to sort of enjoy movies that have children in, um, in any sort of peril, then do not have children yourself. Because uh, me and my wife have now discovered that watching movies in which there are challenging situations involving children once you have a child it makes it a whole lot more difficult to watch <laughs> to be honest with you we struggled a bit with that in this one uh so yeah if you if you ever want to enjoy movies with children and don't have any of your own um i i've seen this movie as well by the way greenland yeah. i was obviously making the joke about thought, thought thought you were talking about going to greenland but i have seen the movie uh and I, I thought it was quite good, actually. I like a good disaster movie. I, I, I'm a fan. I'm here for. I, I like, yeah, even like the bad, the bad ones. You know, the what's the one where the world is being frozen with Dennis Quaid? Uh... Day after tomorrow. I love that movie. See, it's bad but good, right? It's bad it's but so good. good. <laughs> yeah, it's no, so bad. It's exactly. so good. <laughs> so uh, this one falls more on the good than bad, actually. Uh, Greenland, Greenland is is, and uh, like Mario says, it, it is more about uh, the getting the getting there the to to this to this to this arcs I, I thought um yeah I, I think this is this is a great recommendation uh actually uh and um Jared Butler or whatever his name is is a hit and miss some of his movies are terrible some of his movies are really really terrible you know and some of them are not not so bad um uh, can I I'm gonna come up with a recommendation of my own as well in a second but can I come up with a non recommendation can I come up, come up with with a, a public service announcement of don't In, b- bother? It's your segment, so don't <laughs> bother watching Army of the Dead on Netflix by by uh, by um, what's his face, Jack Schneider. Jack Schneider. I just came up with this, uh, and it took me a long time to understand this. Jack Schneider is a terrible movie maker. Okay. All these movies are terrible, apart from one. And the problem is, the one which is good was the first one I saw. And then I thought, oh, maybe he's really good. Because then uh, every time I'm like, oh, but he's done that movie, that one good movie. And then I watch a movie from him and I go like, this is terrible. And then I'm like, but he did that one. And the one I'm talking about is the, the superhero one. What's it called? Uh, Watchmen? Watchmen, yeah. I thought Watchmen was great. Uh, I thought Watchmen was great. And I'm like... He's a great filmmaker. And everything, every single movie I've seen from him since, it's been terrible. This is the worst. Army of the Dead is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Don't bother wasting your time. It's on Netflix. You can, if, you have the, if you have a Netflix, you can watch it. Don't. It's terrible. 
all the characters are, are, are deplorable. Uh, all of them make the wrong decisions. And he has that thing. He has the thing. I mean, with no spoilers. But he has the thing of, we only have X amount of time to go. Quick, 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 quick. Let's have a, a 10 minute conversation uh, uh, in here. To, to give enough time for the belly to come from behind and, and, and hit me at the right at, at the last moment. He has the... Oh, let's 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 copy aliens because that one thing from aliens is great. So we let's fit it in here, you know. Oh, it's not here. Oh, they left us. Oh, they came back. Fantastic. It, it's it's just it's truly truly awful. Two and a half hours of awful. And this is coming after I've watched Justice League, uh, the the Jack Schneider cut. Oh, Jack Schneider cut's much better. It's terrible as well. It's uh, so it's he's a terrible filmmaker and uh, and. Uh, He's made one good movie called Watchmen. That's the only good movie he's ever made. And maybe, actually, Dawn of the Dead, uh, I thought his, his remake was okay as well. That, that, that was okay. Everything else is terrible. That is that. Okay. So, well, you've just unleashed all the wrath of Snyder Boys after yourself, so I... So... Come on, me, Snyder Boys. Rest in peace, I guess. <laughs> Come on, me, Snyder Boys. It's... Anyway, Watchmen is good, though. I, I really like Watchmen. And you know, the funny thing is, most people don't like Watchmen because they say, oh, the comics are much better. Watchmen is great, uh, but everything else is... Yeah. Um, I do have something good to, to recommend, though. Project Hail Mary. Have you guys heard about this? Nope. This, is, this, is, this one is straight to... I'm batting at both of you, but this one I'm batting at straight away to Alex. Because, Alex, you and I have a shared interest in books and audiobooks. Of... Oh, Andy Weir! Oh! Okay. Right. Okay. He's the, the Martian Marsh. guy, right? He's mm -hmm. the Martian. He's no, what? Like... Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we like uh, we like uh, you know games like uh, Old Man's War. Uh, so movies. Sorry, books like Old Man's War and all of that. This is this is uh, like a mix of that genre mixed with the Martian a bit. And he has first encounter. He has uh, he has. Uh, the comedic timing of uh, of Andy Weir. Uh, he has the fantastic, at top of his game, narration of, of Ray Porter. Ray Porter is just uh, second to none when it comes to narration. I mean, I know there's lots of great narrators out there. Uh, personally, I think Marius is the same. I think Ray Porter is, is the, at the top of his game. I don't know if you have, have, have heard any of, his, of the books he's narrated. I mean, he's done over 100, so may, maybe you have one or two. Yeah. He's done the Bobby Burst books, and uh, and uh, he's obviously done this one, and uh, and but what I look about a little bit of this is it, it is about like the Martian. It's about there's a problem. How am I going to solve it? Let's use science to 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 solve it. He has all of that, but then without giving anything away, there's first encounter. There's uh, there's there's a bit of arrival. You know the movie Arrival, where where you having to learn language. There's, there's that to try and try and uh, and communicate. There's there's plot twists, but some of them you see it coming, some of them you don't see it coming. Uh, uh, it's really funny, you know, in parts, really, really funny. Uh, culture, culture clash, the, you know, the, so many things. That, this book is truly excellent. I mean, I, 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 it's one of those I finished it, and I was like, I almost want to just start again from the beginning and listen to it again because it's that good. Yeah, it's, this is a must, a must, a must watch, or, oh, sorry, sorry, much listen or read the book. Yeah, it's, Really great. I got his second book after Martian. I can't remember what it's Artemis. called now, but Artemis. I really struggled with that one. I felt like he really kind of missed the bark. Uh, I still might go back to it and finish it, but mm. but you, I'm gonna. I, I enjoyed one. that. I enjoyed Artemis enjoyed a lot. That. I enjoyed Artemis. Okay. See, the thing with Artemis 
is I, I I'm uh, as much as I love a uh, 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 space opera caper, as uh, much as I love that, and I do. I also love uh, a heist caper. Yeah, and if you have a, a space and heist together with a great female character narrated by Rosario Dawson, which is the the, the, the audio book, I just to, yeah, really? to me everything worked on that one. To me everything worked. I don't know if you read in the book or listen to the audio book. Ev- now I have hard copy. Oh, you have the hard copy. The the narration is great. Uh, I I I must admit I I got lots of books and I still try and read every now and then. I, I'm fully converted to audiobook. I just prefer to to have somebody read it to me. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, uh, just that's how I prefer it. I mean, nothing wrong with reading the book. Obviously, of course, I still I still enjoy that, mm-hmm. and I still and if I like a uh, if I like an audiobook, I tend to buy the book to have it on my shelf because you know I like uh, if I some if I meet somebody and they. Or you haven't read this book and can you know take it you know I like I enjoy that of the gift of the, the, the giving the book all of that so I will be buying Project Hail Mary in in, a, uh, in book form as well but I, th- I thought Artemis was great but it was very different from 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 the from uh, the Martian this is a return to the to to more of the uh, if you like the Martian there's a lot of the Martian in this you know of the problem yeah. solving and all all of that but he also has that of the other authors we like you know that uh, that uh, uh Kelsey. essentially and 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 um uh but let me see if i can just give you a tiny bit more without giving much away so essentially is in a solo mission to a different to a different uh okay let's just go somewhere else yeah yeah to <laughs> because okay no he's going to a different star system right uh-huh. But he doesn't know why he's there, because he's, he's, he doesn't know why he's there. He doesn't know what the hell happened. And then the the, the book goes through flashbacks. He if he, he starts remembering stuff of how he how he got there and why he's there. Why is the sole survivor? Uh, and why what the hell is why why is he going there for in the first place? But essentially, something is happening with with our star and other surrounding stars, and not not happening with that particular star. So 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 they try to go to that star to find out what's what's uh causing it not to happen you know the same thing to ha- to happen there that's happening on the other on the yeah. other places uh, and uh, yeah that's all i'm going to say without giving any more anything more away it's brilliant i mean okay. uh, Mar- martian i've said it before is my favorite book i've read uh, uh and i actually read the i haven't listened to the book i actually read that one the hard, hard copy it's, i think it's my favorite book i've ever read um and this one it's here probably the fastest book i've ever read i read it like in a day i started reading it so and good, just isn't stop it? so good right <laughs> yeah i love it and and uh, I, i've only finished this audiobook maybe a few days ago and i'm still trying to under, to decide in my head if i prefer it to the martian and the, the mere yeah. fact that i'm thinking do i prefer to the martian or not just tells you how good this book is it's 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 okay. it's, it's this is great truly really great Ooh. yeah yeah yeah, and he's already got a movie deal, uh, and uh, um, Ryan Gosling is going to play the the main character apparently. So it's already already got a movie deal, already working on the same guy that did the screenplay for The Martian is doing the screenplay for this, and uh, and uh, they've already got a, a big star attached to do it. Uh, so I'm already excited for the movie and as well. Drew Goddard was it? Drew Goddard who did the screenplay? Yes, yeah, it was I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and he's doing this. He's a really he's, good writer. He's doing the screenplay for this one as well, and uh, yeah, Ryan Gosling is going to be playing the, the the main character. So I'm super excited for that as well already. Yeah, mm. it's it's excellent. Uh, I could, yeah, this is probably this year. This is my highest recommendation, Maris. This is one you need to you need to get on it, uh, uh, ASAP. ASAP. 
And I have I have jumped on to your recommendation, Marius. You recommended Dead Moon to me. I'm uh, I'm about a third into oh, yeah? it. I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, good. Dead, Dead Moon is great. Yeah, you would like Dead Moon as well. Zombies in okay. Zombies in the Moon. You know what's that <laughs> like? You know. <laughs> right. So that was my recommendation. Go go and uh, go and. Uh, oh, before we move over to Alex's recommendation, don't forget you can on the show notes uh, on your podcast of cho- podcast app of choice on your phone. Or on your device in this case, you can just go onto the show notes and uh, links to all the games we talked about and indeed our recommendations are there. You can just press the link and it takes you straight to that. Or if you go to our website, monkeytail.co.uk uh, and go to the to the, to the the podcast page, uh, uh, you also have the, the, all the links there as well. So uh, in case you miss my segue when I started talking about uh, Returnal or, or if you don't remember what game we were talking about earlier, that there's the the place to go. Just uh, select the link, and uh, we take you straight to the to the to the um, the website uh, talking about the game as well, which is great. You want to talk about? You talk. You tell us about it. Go on. What is this? What is this, Alex? Okay. So first of all, since we're talking about recommendation, I did watch Hidden Figures. Absolutely, last recommended on podcast, and oh. it's great. Oh, fantastic! I'm, uh, I'm happy. Maris, oh, I I'm not gonna ask Mary because Mary says, "Look, he's, he's doing the he's on the base." <laughs> shifty eyes, shifty eyes. <laughs> um, I'm so glad you liked it. Yeah, I really liked it. Uh, I'm gonna talk about narrative telephone. You guys know of Critical Role, right? Yeah. So, uh, Critical Role um, started quite a while ago, uh, but they're a bunch of voice actors, uh, friends, who uh, play D&D together and they stream it, and now they're one of the bigger, you know, D&D channels out there. I think they've single-handedly, you know, got a bunch of new people interested in D&D. But I'm not going to talk about their campaign, so their campaign is separately. Um, This is a separate show they have called Narrative Telephone, and it is similar to slightly dubiously named Chinese whispers, you know, when you whisper to someone in the ear and they pass what they hear along and then by the end, when they go to the line to the other person, it is a completely different sentence to what they started. This is a similar premise, uh, but basically what they do, they start, they create um, a short story about two, three minutes um, long. They record themselves saying, one person records themselves saying the short story and they send it to the next person in line. This person can only watch the short story once and then they have to retell and send their recording to another person and so on and so on. It goes basically for a chain of about, there's about eight of them. Sometimes there are guests and so And so by the end, what began as a short story, it kind of, because you could only watch it once, so you only remember so much. Um, by the end, it's something very different and it's hilarious. And the thing is, they are voice actors that worked in the video game industry and in a lot of animation. So they're really good at voices and remembering and staying on topic. But they also, within every single story, they find very sneaky ways to sabotage each other. So there are a couple of stories where um, Matthew Mercer, um, he's McCree in Overwatch, uh, just off the top of my head, but so many other characters as well. He's just like did, in the space of 30 minutes, he did like, 10 or 15 different characters all with their different accents and so the people behind him afterwards like try to repeat it and it's impossible um ashley not ashley birch um the other ashley ellie 
Do you remember the name of the actress? No. Ellie from uh, the, the Last of uh, Last of Us. Last yeah, of Us. It is yeah. Ashley something. Yeah, Ashley's. It is Ashley I'll, something. I'll Ashley something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Um. Anyway, Ellie right. from the Last of Us. You know, she started her story, and she was like, "Well, I'm going to tell you a story about something." But wait a second, and then she tells, you know, she it's complete misdirect. She tells a story about something else. And they do these little sabotages throughout, and it just and it's hilarious because they all, you know, they obviously really talented at what they do. They're really good friends, so they have amazing friend dynamic. The short stories are actually really interesting and really good and a lot of fun. And yeah, you kind of get like, Johnson. I think if you know the companion Johnson, thank you. Um, if you know the companion characters, you get like little bonus side stories. But I'm not watching their main campaign, so I just know they do it. But I love the narrative telephone. And it's, you know, and then they go, um, they all jump together on the big call and they watch all of their recordings. And it's, and it's just so much fun. It's, uh, it's hilarious. Uh, it's, <laughs> to my mind, it's one of the better comedy shows out there um, because they're all great. Uh, so Yeah, I'm, I'm going to look at it. I mean, I, I've been, I've been uh, skirting around the D&D because I've never played that. I think I said it last yeah. time. I, th- I don't know if Marius has. Because there's also another show on YouTube, which uh, podcast we listen to called the DLC podcast, which is the second best video game uh, podcast out there in the world uh, second to obviously monkey tail uh, uh they're, they're no they're they're fantastic they, they do a great show and we can only wish we were a tent as good as they are but they, they make a, a show called the dlc podcast and one of the one of the jeff canata which is the 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 host he does um, a youtube series called dungeon run where he does a, a long series uh, uh, dungeons and dragons um thing and yeah. i've been trying to 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 jump into in, into that it's just i'm worried that once i once i'm in i i don't get out again i get swallowed by the D and 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 that's yeah. me gone but uh that sounds fun uh, yeah for this one you don't you don't have to know about anything about their dnd characters or anything you know they're just super talented voice actors who are amazing storytellers great friends mm-hmm. and just really funny yeah no, that's that's a good recommendation. And the, the guy you said, the guy that plays McCree, what was his name again? Sorry, the... Matthew Mercer. He's Did... usually there, the dungeon master. Doesn't he? Didn't he used to play a bit of Overwatch and then just do his his uh, ultimate uh, voice just to scare people? Uh, that that he, he was maybe. Yeah, I think I heard something because ca- whatever he says when he does his his uh, it's high high noon or something. Doesn't something like that? Yeah. yeah. Apparently, he was playing Overwatch and just saying that uh, in the same voice, and people were, like try like uh, thinking he was a. Uh, <laughs> Coming for them, where you just you just trolling them, which I think is hilarious. Oh, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's very hilarious. If I yeah, if yeah. my voice is ever in a video game, it's a multiplayer. I'm gonna be that doing that all the time, just because it's uh, it's it's too much fun not to do, right? Um, yeah. I think there was a moment in their campaign where they basically where they set him up for it, like he was telling like telling the story, the setting, and uh, they were like, and then it's like, and it's high noon, and they all like laughed about it as well. So yeah, yeah they make very, jokes. Very good. Very good. That's that's. And where can we where can we find this? It's on YouTube. Did you say? Or... It's on YouTube. Yeah, it's on YouTube or on their website. Just basically Google narrative telephone. You're gonna get it. Or go on the show notes and press the link. Even better, okay. you know, because uh, that's we're all about making it making it easier. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but uh, it's a good thing you put the link there because that, that means I don't have to try and find it myself. Because uh, you're welcome. Uh, often I might put the wrong thing, you know. So so uh, so uh, I mean. Greenland's gonna have just a, a Wikipedia page for Greenland. There we go. That's that's uh, Google that's the Google Maps. That's what it is. I think that's what Marius wanted me to to link. I believe. Uh, so uh, so that's that, that's it. 
Right. I think uh, I think that's a good. Uh, uh, we've done the recommendations. I think that's a good time now to start winding down and finishing the podcast. If unless you guys want to throw anything uh, out there. No. Okay, that's fantastic, uh, Alex. Thank you very much for joining us again. Uh, where can people thank find you, very much you on? For having you. Of course, our pleasure. Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at DustedToTheBe underscore on uh, Twitter and on Instagram, if you're so willing. I saw your name. I was in a magazine store in... Uh, sells magazines only, the stories. Not, not, a, not a news agent before you say it, Marius. An actual, like, like, oh. like, like you go in and like, there's like shelves of magazines only and, and, uh, and a few books and stuff like that. And uh, there was a... Um, a tabletop magazine and I'm like I wonder if Alex is in there so I just opened it up and I like, contributors and your name was there I was like oh there you go but then uh, but then um, you know that's that's as far as I, I went I it is, I, um, yeah probably one of one of those it is not it's not an intentional place but it just happened to be in my room but yeah oh. there it is oh very nice yeah 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 so call that <laughs> this is a new shop I found in uh, Russian Lakes which is uh, not far from where I live it's about 20 minutes from where I live where uh, yeah there's this mag- I think it's called Magazine Store I forgot the name of the store but you literally go in and there's like a big store on like all types of magazines you can think of you know like you go to a news agent and they, they might have a, like a shelf with uh, different magazines and obviously WGH Smith has obviously a few more this is like as like maybe 10 times the amount of magazines that uh, David H. Schmidt will have. It's just uh, every type of magazine you can think of. And like old mm. old numbers as well. So not just the latest one. They might have like uh, previous uh, previous issues and everything. Anyway, so your name was there. So I thought it was qu- quite cool. So mm-hmm. uh, so there you go. Yeah, so the, you can find it there as well. What's it called again? Uh, what's the magazine called again? Uh, it's called Tabletop Gaming. Tabletop Gaming, right. And you can uh, find... Uh, you got our names there. You can find me on Twitter on Serbano Pinto and Maris at... At Kung Fu Moz on Twitter. Yeah. He doesn't tweet, good, nor do I. Good luck, good luck with that, everybody. <laughs> we don't tweet. So, so, to be fair, I don't tweet either. So. So we're there. We're there. You can find yeah. us. Uh, and you you repl- I'll, yeah, I'll reply if you talk to me. Absolutely. If, if you send us a message, we, we'll definitely reply. We, we don't tweet, though. It's not, not, not our thing. But uh, yeah, you can find us there. And you can contact the show uh, by sending an email or at podcast at monkeytail dot co dot uk or se- or 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 on twitter at monkeytail uk and um yeah we'll, we'll give us suggestions for opening questions why don't use and new segment anything uh and uh we'll be sure to read it so that's how we get in contact with us uh, and on that note i've been bruno pinto alex I've been Alex. <laughs> you've, been, you've been Alex. I have, I've been I, myself. I, I, I norm, think. No, normally I point, but but Marius always complains that pointing doesn't work on on, on this video format. No. That's why I said Alex and, and Marius. Um, I've been very tired today, but I've still made it through. Fantastic. Well done. And and, and uh, good job you've done. Well, thank you, thank you for uh, for for uh, using your last bit of stamina here. You know, <laughs> <laughs> go and uh, go and rest at the bonfire and uh, be ready for the next. Uh, I'd it's like to have a rest. That's a that's a dream that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's the life of being a parent, I guess. You know, yes, that's, that's, so, so there you go. All right. So uh, yes, um, I'll catch you guys in a couple weeks then. All right. Bye. Bye. Detail!
if I've done everything right, that shouldn't be a start screen. We should be straight away onto the with our faces with all the right names. But that's if I've done everything right. Oh wow! Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm surprised. <laughs> Look at that. I'm impressed. Mm. I, I, sometimes I impress myself. Any self? Uh, only myself. Yeah. No, Ooh. I never. I never said I impress anyone else. Just myself. <laughs> I mean, at least, at least you know where you stand. Absolutely. Right. Okay. Let's, uh, I am recording. Um, things going up and down. Oh, you always make me do this. <laughs> I do always make you do it because I don't want to record half a podcast with only, okay. <laughs> with so only you talking. Yes. You talk enough in the podcast as it is, let alone <laughs> if no one else can be heard. Hash. Hash. Hash prefer. All right. Okay. We're good to go, I think. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay.